The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. And we are in Israel. Glory to God. June 4, which is Sunday, is the first day of the Feast of the Weeks, or what we Christians recognize as Pentecost. That is right. The Lord summoned us here in Israel, Jerusalem to be specific, to celebrate Pentecost, a required feast for both Jews and Christians alike. We are on a mission. What a glorious mission it is. In Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 16, it says, Three times a year, all your men must appear before the Lord your God at the place he will choose, at the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the Feast of the Weeks, and the Feast of Tabernacles. No man should appear before the Lord empty. It is amazing that the Lord Jesus Christ went to the cross during the Passover, and he became the Passover lamb. And the Feast of the Weeks is seven weeks after Passover plus one day, which is 50th day. And during those times, with those 40 days, the Lord Jesus spent time after he raised from the dead. He spent 40 days and 40 nights with the disciples, still teaching them. And he told them to wait for the promised Holy Spirit. Look at God's perfect timing. The Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost. And Jesus instructed them to celebrate and to be at the upper room. He prepared everything. Isn't that amazing? So our first day in Israel, we got landed and we regrouped with a Philippine team. And our first order of business is to go to the site of our U.S. Embassy in Jerusalem. Do you know that our government, the U.S. government, purchased this land several years ago to move our embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem? It was one of the campaign promises of the previous presidents, including President George W. Bush. But it never materialized. Once the U.S. government take the lead in moving the embassy to Jerusalem, that move will signal the other nations that the whole world will know that the United States of America recognized Jerusalem as the capital city of Israel. Somehow, that promise was never fulfilled. So we need to continue to pray. And that's what we did. We prayed and prophesied for the fulfillment of that promise by our government. We Christians need to contact the White House and ask President Trump to fulfill that promise. Okay? 
Then afterwards, we took a short tour to the old city of Jerusalem before we checked in to our hotel. Sunday, we will be at the upper room. That is the one thing that we need to do. And we will have a short tour to prepare for the conference that evening. Ordination, wedding ceremonies, and prophetic conference. This is such a remarkable event. Joshua and I will try to record and share the events here to you, our radio listeners, so that you know what is happening and that you will be a part of it. It is a beginning of something big, of global proportion. It is from God, therefore, it will produce good things. Months ago, I kept on seeing a t-shirt that printed on its back, Empowered to Empower. I thought, that was a good sign, Lord. And I thought that the Lord gave it to me and was giving it to me as a theme for the upcoming pastor's conference in the Philippines. So I kept in my mind to ask Erica, my daughter, to print these t-shirts to ship to the Philippines before the big event. Now I know that these t-shirts are for this Israel trip. And we were going to have some made for the pastor's conference in the Philippines. In Acts chapter 2, verse 1, I'm reading from NIV. It says, When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Remember? Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. Verse 3. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. The 120 in the upper room that day in the book of Acts were empowered by the Holy Spirit to empower others. By preaching the gospel in power and by discipleship. And they turned the whole world upside down. God is going to do something awesome, which is in his plan for 2017. It will first start in Israel. It will be released in Israel. Then it will go to the ends of the world. Isn't that amazing? And you, my dear brothers and sisters, are a part of it. So stay tuned. As I mentioned before, I was not planning on going to Israel. Actually, my flesh didn't want to go. But in my time of prayer one day, the Lord directed me to lead a tour this year and gave me the specific dates to be there. I didn't know, so now I realize that he really wanted us to be here on the day of Pentecost. What a privilege I have to be here, directed by the Holy Spirit. Whatever prophecies released this Sunday at the conference, it will impact the whole world, and it will start here in Jerusalem. Whatever prophecies released this Sunday at the conference, it will impact the whole world. 
and it will start here in Jerusalem. In Acts chapter 1, verses 4 and 5 says, On one occasion, while he, meaning Jesus, was eating with them, he gave them this command, Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, Jesus says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the world. Jesus said that because after he commanded them in Acts chapter 1, 4 and 5 to wait and tarry, they asked him and said, Are you now going to restore the kingdom back to Jerusalem? They were still focusing on the things that they want restored in their own understanding, just like us. Are you now going to grant me the desires of my heart? Are you now going to do this? And, and Jesus told them, do not focus on them. It is not for you to know, but only my Father. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the world. We are so excited for God to ordain our footsteps and are in the upper room on the first day of the Pentecost. God is amazing. Israel, just like I said before, was not in my plan or schedule for 2017. But the Lord gave me a prophecy several years ago and gave me a timeline that when Erica, my youngest daughter, graduates from high school, North America is my domain. It means to say, with my understanding from the Lord, yes, it means I will have spiritual authority, but I thought I need to focus in North America. So I went in Vancouver last year, and I met with some leaders, and I prophesied over the nation of Canada. I was sent there actually ahead of Franklin Graham, who held a crusade several weeks ago, and in spite of many pressures and challenges from the LGBT community there and the Muslim community, several thousands got saved. Glory to God. But I am still scheduled to go to Toronto and Montreal and possibly Vancouver this year before the summer ends. And then the last month of the year, I will be in the Philippines conducting a Empower Leader, Empower Nation Minister's Conference into the province of Pampanga. The Lord had put Israel my priority this year, and here we are. And I now realize how significant this trip is. And the whole team, especially the core team, are as excited as I am, and they work so hard. They put everything that they got for this trip. For those that are exchanging marriage vows to Jesus, those that are renewing their vows, and those who are getting ordained on the day of Pentecost, you are going to have an awesome life from this day forward. I wish somebody did that for me, but right now, I am in a better position. I am the friend of the bridegroom. 
my Lord, my love, my God, my Jesus. So glory to God. And we have this prophetic conference. Some ask me, don't you get tired? I don't have time to get tired. Yes, of course I get tired. But doing this for Jesus and for his beloved people, it is all worth it. And I will work extra hard next time. He is all worth it. It is the least that I can to express how much I love him, my Lord. Some people mock about the wedding ceremonies. But I tell you what, those who exchange marriage vows to Jesus, their lives will never be the same again. Those that renew their marriage vows to Jesus, they got into a higher and a deeper level. And those that are married, lo and behold, their marriage became more glorious than ever. Some marriages were restored. Some greatly improved and healed. And those that were single and are believing God for their spouses, their focus got changed and the love of God being poured out on them is amazing to see the transformation. Everyone went through preparation and they all fell in love with Jesus all over again as if for the first time. Why is this important? To obey the greatest commandment of all. To love the Lord thy God with all your mind, with all your heart, with all your soul. Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven. Many Christians change their priorities. They put their loved one first, then Jesus second. That is why teaching God's people how to love him is very, very important. In 2015, I went out for a long drive to pour out my heart to the Lord. Physically, I was not feeling well, and it was one of those low points in my life. Then, in a gentle voice, the Lord spoke to me and said, Christina, can you teach my people how to love me like you love me? My jaw dropped. What? You have a need of me? Such a simple and easy quest. And I asked the Lord, that's it? That is the only thing that you require from me after everything that you've done for me. Then the Lord told me how happy he was when I performed those wedding ceremonies in Israel and here and how he enjoyed receiving love letters from them and songs of adoration and praises from his people. And all of them are now spending time with God. I was overwhelmed because the Lord Jesus sounded like he was so vulnerable. And I stopped feeling sorry for myself. I realized then that God did not need us to perform signs and wonders, but he chose to need us. He is almighty, all-powerful. He doesn't need me, but he chose to need me. What Jesus wanted more than anything else is a personal relationship, and I can do that. I can do that for him. 
is so easy because he's so loving. I have that close relationship with him, and I can share him to others so that they too will and can fall in love with him. That is what the Lord needs. When it comes to us, our time, our affection, our focus, he is needy. I love that, don't you? Such simple things, and yet it is so important to him. If you study the great men and women of God who had been in the ministry, you will be able to tell where their focus was. Those who focused in loving God, those who Jesus became the front and center of their lives, they have a lasting legacy. We still read about them. We're still in awe of the signs and wonders that Lord did. Focus of our Lord Jesus Christ is to introduce and share. My focus now is to introduce a loving God to the world and share that love. And at the same time, Jesus demonstrated to us by his obedience, by his deeds, by his words, that his focus is to love and obey his Father God, which is now our God. So it is now our focus to put Jesus front and center so that everybody will fall in love with him. The disciples after the Pentecost were never been the same. They were empowered to empower. They were empowered by the love of God and they were empowered because they love God. They focused on Christ, preach about Christ, and they were in love even to the very end. No, but not even a, not a single one fell away. They were all powerful. And it clearly demonstrates in Acts chapter 17, verse 28, it says, For in him we live and move and have our being. That is staying in love with Jesus. As far as the prophetic conference here in Jerusalem, those prophecies released in the past years have manifested and God appointed the year 2017 a season of many beginnings, a season of power, a season where the church is going to emerge as a glorious church. You and I are being summoned to take our post, to believe God, to have faith in Him, and take action and implement His ways of doing things here on earth. For those who are here in Israel for the first time, representing Philippines and China, Pastors Joel and Julnes, Dorothy, Emily, Carson, Lala, and Maylene, welcome home. This is our home. For those who are here from the U.S. for the first time, welcome home, Gail, Janet, Leanne, Yvonne, Glennis, welcome home. For the core team and the youth, Michaela, Drew, Joshua, James, and Erica, 
Mike, Deborah, Nancy, Divina, Nicole, Sylvia. Thank you for being a friend of the bridegroom. Jesus is, is excited and happy. Thank you for this offering. Those in the Philippines, there are hundreds of you from CCFI Jensen, so I will not mention all of your names. And for those of you in Pampanga and Quezon City, Bulacan Province, and the Visayas region, Estancia, Iloilo, thank you for sending your pastors here, Jensen. Your life will never be the same again. Expect greater things to unfold. Richard and Grace, I will see you soon. And yes, your time will come that you will join me in Israel, and I will see you here in Texas next year. For Ed and Jasmine and the entire family, thank you for your seed. You don't realize how much it blessed me and encouraged me. Perfect timing. Prepare for a tidal wave of blessings, and I will see you here in Texas real soon. For Freedom Fellowship Church, Dora, Esther, Mary, Ed, Kobe, Aaron, Pete, Christopher, Javier, Charles, what can I say? You are a part of this great harvest and the move of God. Without you, we will not be able to make this a success. Thank you for all of your tireless work and seeds. And thank you, Richard, for being there for us and many others. For Charles, next year in Lagos, Nigeria. For all of you listeners who came to our fundraising events, for all of you who prayed for this trip, for this ministry, for me. You are much a part of this harvest. You are partakers of my grace. And my God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus and much, much more. Prepare to be overwhelmed. Trust, believe. Joshua and I and the team here in Israel will attempt to broadcast some of the parts of what is going on here in Israel and even during the conference. If not, Joshua will air them when we get back. I do not want you to miss anything, and this is an important event. Every time I go somewhere, it is not just to take a tour. It's not just to lead a tour. It is, it is more than that. It is a mission. So, so we are going to hear and listen to God. And who knows? The Lord might direct me to hold a prophetic conference to share what, what we all heard from here to impart them to you here in San Antonio. So stay tuned for that. Okay? So it is important for us to, to really listen to what God is saying to the church. And remember... The testimony of our Lord Jesus Christ is the very essence of prophecy. All the prophecies that are released, Jesus Christ must be front and center. That is the difference between the old prophets and the present-day prophets. 
And yes, there are prophets still walking and living and breathing and prophesying in our days. So prepare to be amazed, my dear brothers and sisters, because we are in the most exciting period in the history of the church. So God bless you for tuning in. And don't forget to come and join us in our Sunday services. Dora, Esther, and Ed will tag team and they will pray for you. We are located at 8419 Callahan Road off I-10. Our Sunday service starts at 1030 in the morning and we have an evening service that starts at 7. Same thing with Wednesday service starts at 7 p.m. God bless you for tuning in. This is Christina Sasso, prophetic voice of our time, signing off from Jerusalem. Shalom, everybody. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www dot s-o-g-m-i dot org